This comment reads, you can't fight fire with fire. It only causes more unnecessary rage. Hey y'all, it's Kelt, and we need to talk about if that saying is true. So for those of you who want the too long didn't watch, obviously no, I don't believe that's true, because if I did, I wouldn't be making this video. I would have commented a thumbs up and just moved on. But as for the actual discussion, you can absolutely fight fire with fire. And sometimes you absolutely have to. You have no other option. And I mean, you can do this both metaphorically and actually, as in you can fight actual fires with fire. But for a little bit of random trivia, it's believed that this phrase goes all the way back to 1597 in William Shakespeare's play, The Life and Death of King James. The quote is, be stirring with time, be fire with fire, threaten the threatener, and outface the brow of bragging horror. What that means is to fight aggression with aggression, eye for an eye. They attack one of yours, you attack back. And over time, that phrase evolved into, you can't fight fire with fire. This idea that if you have a fire going and you add more to it, it's just going to make it bigger. It's not actually going to put it out. And from an actual firefighting standpoint, that, in a lot of cases, is just flat out wrong. We actually fight fires with other fires all the time. We don't just fight fire with fire. We actually fight fire with explosives. One of the ways that we put out oil well fires is to detonate an explosive around the fire of the oil well to deplete all the oxygen very rapidly and quickly and extinguish that fire. As for forest fires, we do controlled burns. In fact, part of the reason why we have so many forest fires in the United States is we've moved away from the practice of controlled burns and need to get back into it. This is something that the indigenous communities of the United States have known for a while. If you do controlled burns, if you burn up the excess fuel source, burn up the underbrush and control the forest that way, you prevent entire forests from lighting a blaze and spreading. One of the reasons we actually have so many forest fires within the United States is we've moved away from that practice and need to get back into it. But the Forest Service does use controlled burns to stop an active fire. You monitor which way the fire is traveling, you go ahead of it, you burn an area to cut off the fuel supply, that way when the larger fire moves into that area, it dies out because it has nothing to burn. But I know that's not what this comment means. It's not talking about actual fires. It's not talking about forest fires. I bring it up just to show you that just as it makes no sense metaphorically, it also makes no sense in practicality. This comment is meant to be used in a way to say that you can't fight aggression with aggression. And as a combat veteran, a former defense contractor, a former Department of Defense civilian, and now someone who studies violent extremism, I'm telling you that is wrong. One of the ways to fight against aggression is absolutely to use aggression. There are certain ideologies and mentalities that you will not be able to convert everyone away from based on reason and logic. The Nazis of the past and the neo-Nazis of the present and other genocidal ideologies, you're not going to be able to reason with all of them. You're not going to be able to convert all of them with love, kindness, and words. There's a reason why World War II actually happened. We were not going to be able to reason with Adolf Hitler. No amount of love, compassion, or words was going to stop the Holocaust from happening. There's going to be someone that comes in the comments and say, I'm using an exaggerated example by referencing World War II and the Holocaust. But there are modern day centrists and moderates who actually believe that we could have reasoned with Hitler. And they carry that mentality into the idea of dealing with modern day neo-Nazis, that we should reason with them and have logical debates and discussions with them. I should not and no one else should have to have a logical discussion or debate with someone who believes that you should not exist. The idea that we can't fight fire is saying that I, as a bisexual man or the father of a trans child, has to be respectful to a person who believes that myself and my child should be exterminated. 
The idea that we can't fight fire with fire is telling the BIPOC person that they need to be respectful and nice to the white man who's saying that they are inferior in comparing them to animals. No, we can absolutely fight fire with fire. In fact, that's the only way that we're going to get onto a path in which these violent extremists and genocidal maniacs are not actively doing harm to other groups. People need to remember that freedom of speech is not freedom of consequences. Yes, you have the legal right to say that myself or my trans child should not exist. The government will not put you in jail for that. That's what freedom of speech means, that you will say something and the government will not imprison you for saying that. It doesn't mean that I have to respect your right to say it. I am not the government. I cannot infringe on your free speech. I cannot take away your right to free speech. Because just like you have the right to say that I should not exist, I have the right to tell you to go F yourself, to tell you to shut up. When you go out there and you attempt to talk very loudly about how other people deserve less rights than you, I have the right to speak louder than you are speaking. I have the right to yell over you. I have the right to use my voice to drown out your voice. And that's not a violation of your rights. And when you move past the realm of speech into the realm of actual violence, I and people like me have the right to defend ourselves and to protect our families. We have the right to fight fire with fire. As always, be safe. Be vigilant. I love you all. Until next time.